Welcome to Bison Banks Market Podcasts. Hi all, welcome to another weekly Bison Market Podcast. This time, or this uh, time, we have back Luis Bravo with his usual uh, playbook for the month of September. Uh, welcome, Luis. Uh, please let us know what's your current playbook. Oh, thank you, Nelson, for having us. So, um, uh, in September, we resume our investment playbook. So, we had this uh, small interval in, in August. And uh, the key topic uh, that we address is uh, how, how you know, and to what extent the, 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 the promised tapering that we have uh, for the last quarter uh, is uh, able to, to affect uh, um, the economic recovery of, or make to derail the, the positive mood in the, in that we have seen in terms of fundamental terms in, in the markets. So our, um, our title, our message for September is a tapering proof recovery. So, and this uh, almost says it all. So we, we still believe that the economic recovery process is, is intact. And um, at the moment we have most of the developed world key economies presenting about two thirds of fully vaccinated citizens. Uh, so the investment thesis is much about the strength and the recovery pace that, of the recovery. And if this process of tapering from the major central bank, special from the Fed, can have enough strength to derail the path. Um, well, we think that the major monetary authorities should work uh, to keep an abundance of liquidity in the markets, even if stimulus are set to be reduced, uh, but uh, through tapering asset purchase to a more limited uh, levels. If we move uh, deeper into a more sustained phase of reopening and driven economy, a reopening driven economy, global production activity readings should leave the softer patch level patch levels caused by the supply chain block, uh, bottlenecks that affected production uh, and thus strengthening into the next year. Uh, of course, that said, we think that some orders will still persist during this period as inflation rises, tapering pace concerns, and recovery is also said to be uneven with erratic readings between sectors and countries. Um, but with the clear trends that uh, the ongoing overall economic improval is set to prevail at the end of the uh, of the day and into 2022. And this is especially true for the most relevant economies of the world, such as Europe, US and China. Most of this recovery minds that will still be supported by the mechanical rebounds that is provided by the reopening of this uh, of the world. And uh, as this effect, uh, effect fades away, possible doubts surrounding the strength of the demand could rise some volatility in the markets. And so stimulus packages uh, that have been going on and, uh, and ending in some of the countries will still be of importance uh, to keep this going. Uh, so uh, that said, uh, we are keeping our constructive view towards, uh, towards the year end. And uh, we think that the message is, uh, is pretty much the same. We have uh, confidence on our uh, January thesis called Trust the Process scenario for this year. We believe that the two-stage two recovery process is underway and that the efforts from the central banks and governments are still focused into reloading post-pandemic growth. COVID setbacks are still a key risk, as well as inflation. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, it will uh, staying invested uh, in the equity markets will still be a better op options because it capitalizes on the economic recovery against all alternative uh, strategies. So uh, this is pretty much our key messages. We are constructive for the year end. Of course, uh, some uh, some bumps in the road may appear with uh, with uh, an hour here and then, as we have seen with also with the, with the with the story in, in China and tapering. 
but we think that uh, economic growth will prevail and uh, will bring value for the investors if they stay if they stay invested. So this is our message. Uh, if for for more information, please contact uh, your private banker or our investment advisor or wealth management uh, contacts. And uh, thank you uh, again, Nelson, for this opportunity. And um, big greetings for you. All good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Luis. So as usual here, optimism always reigns and optimism is the way. Uh, as for the markets, uh, they still, uh, despite these bumps, and uh, um, last week we had the situation with Evergrande also developing where now market is expecting a, a controlled demolition, but still affected the, mainly the Asian markets. Uh, we had also the Fed meeting, uh, which had an impact in the Fed the Treasury yields. So last week, what happened? So U U.S. markets, uh, the week's performance, the Dow Jones up 0.62 percent, the S&P also up 0.5, Nasdaq uh, flat, uh, Euro stocks up 0.67, the DAX 0.27, so uh, C20, the Portuguese uh, stock market up 2.35, uh, a good performance last week. Then into Asia, we were red, Nikkei lost 0.82, the Hang Seng almost 3%, and the Shenzhen Composite almost uh, half a percent. CSI 300 also down 0.13%. So uh, Asian markets in the red in contrast with the uh, green week for Europe and uh, the United States. In VIX uh, was also uh, moving, but ended the week uh, lower 14%, 14.7. So uh, rounding it up would be 15% down movement in the VIX. The US dollar index uh, also ended the week higher, 0.14% uh, versus the previous Friday. So also the dollar gaining some strength. Now with the market uh, pricing in uh, sooner uh, interest rate increase in the United States, uh, which is also having impact. So the euro dollar at 1.172, uh, the dollar yuan at 646 at the end of the week. So flat versus the previous Friday. Not much to add here. Uh, the big moves were in the Treasury area, uh, sovereign debt, where the US Treasury ended the week at 1.45, so an increase of nine uh, basis points versus the previous Friday. Uh, Germany also increased five basis points, ending the week at minus 22 uh, versus minus 28. Uh, UK uh, increased eight basis points, so strong movement all over the sovereign debt, uh, not just the 10-year debt, but also especially on the longer side of the curve. Uh, commodities, uh, we saw uh, good performance in crude, WTI up 3% and uh, the brand crude up 3.65%. Gold uh, dropped 0.22%, uh, uh, not much going on on gold for the time being. Uh, on contrast, platinum went up almost uh, 5%. So also here, a strong move. To finish and not make this too long, Bitcoin had a negative week, dropping 8.5%, trading around 943,000, a little bit below. Ethereum lost almost 13%, so also volatility and uh, downward trend in the bit cryptocurrency uh, uh, market for the time being. So that's the major events, like Luis was saying, so volatility is still a key in the coming, in the coming weeks. But again, optimism and uh, a positive outlook is the, the key driver for the market. Thank you very much for listening. Have a nice week. Welcome to Bison Banks Market Podcasts.